Blog Talk Radio. for joining us this evening and that's right we're going to talk about a little sexual healing and uh Marvin Gaye sang that song I'm not so sure if our uh <laughs> thought process is the same but it's still fun and the same and that's the most important thing that any of us can remember in any given moment if we can have fun even when we're doing some deep healing that it can be pretty astounding So this evening we are going to dive into the sacredness of self. And the reason I bring this up is oftentimes, even if you go down a a religious path or a spiritual path or just a naturalist path, no one really wants to completely discuss this one region of our body, which is the sacral region. And in our limited recorded history on planet Earth, many people refer back to teachings and writings that have been transcribed primarily through the male species on the feminine planet. And there aren't many accounts that I've come across of, but I'm sure I will after I speak this this evening, where the male and female have accounts that of how they're to relate to each other and how we can honor ourselves and each other in union. So tonight, we're going to talk about why we would want to explore some sexual healing. And you might say, well, I'm in a perfectly happy relationship. But I really encourage anyone that's listening to this to really think about themselves during this episode, how they relate to themselves, how they've utilized this region of their body, and where or why they've chosen certain actions in their life by doing some clearing in this region of our body, of our energetic, spiritual, physical, mental body, we will actually be helping humanity in the most profound way. So we're going to talk about why we'd want to do this. Then we're also going to talk about what causes the need for this, what are the indicators that might suggest that we all could stand a little bit of this. (laughs) And then we will say, well, how do we heal? How do we transform? How can we be honest with ourselves that maybe we have some work to do there, even if we appear to be in, quote, unquote, a union that is working or not working, or that doesn't even exist for you right now. And we'll talk about the result and then the practice. And then if you have questions, if you're listening to this live, feel free to call in at 646-200-0069, 646-200-0069. 
Now, the reason I'm inspired to work on this region in the body is, as I mentioned, that many of us ignore this, especially through our limited recorded history that we have on planet Earth. Most of the recorded texts, the esoteric texts, the religious texts, lead us to feel somewhat a level of shame or there's been a level of manipulation around this region of the body. In certain texts of scriptures, we will note, uh, especially in Eastern, different Eastern philosophies, that this is a region, an energy center that connects us with purity, nourishment, the energy of the mother, creation. And a little, uh, to take it further, if you're a female embodiment, you're holding a sacred temple that houses a gateway, a gateway to life, to welcome in other souls to this incarnation on planet Earth. And then also, you're holding a gateway to the universe. So this is why I feel this is a really important topic and one that hasn't been that accurately explored. So tonight I'm going to do my best to explain how this relates to our industrialized post almost post-capitalist society and how we can each do our part by reconnecting, transforming this region, maybe just asking some questions and I promise you'll you will have a different vantage about your actions, your thoughts, your words and potentially find this really yummy love for self and remember your purity and your divine perfection. So that's exciting. So why would we want to do this? Some people are perfectly fine with their actions in the world. We have a society that's built around mass media where, quote-unquote, sex sells. We have soft porn, hard porn. We have we have sexual crimes that are unthinkable that are still going on on this planet. We have so much dissemination on the continent of Africa alone, sex trafficking still occurring through Asia. And then quite a level of ignorance existing in North America about this matter alone because there's more of a desire-based society where sex does sell, where it's okay to oogle at each other, to say, oh, it's okay that I can go around and not take accountability for this sacred act. And in spiritual communities, they'll explain that you can explore Tantra, have higher sense of pleasure, and enter into these gateways and other realms. Yet, I would ask everyone the question, do any of us have the responsibility or the the purpose to be in any of these realms without feeling whole and complete? And how can we approach each other with a greater level of integrity sanctity, honor, and respect, and how can we give that to ourselves? So let's dive in and see what's available there. A couple check-ins. If you're in a relationship, are you honest with your partner? Are you engaging in any type of sexual activity because you feel you have to? If you're doing this, this is a violation on both your parts. One, because maybe you're not picking up the cues that your partner doesn't want to be with you, or you're doing it just to please them. That's not really a good reason to be engaging in this 
act. And all you're doing is setting self up for emotional heartache, especially if you're female embodiment, you are no matter what, connected heart to womb. There's no separation for the female. Men, you should know this. You're making love to a woman. You're making love to her heart. So there's no escaping this. This is how the mother stays in contact with the child. This is how we're energetically designed. And this is how we're biologically designed. It's not by accident uh, how the whole mechanics of pregnancy are worked out and how the mother nourishes the child. Okay, there could have been a lot of solutions or designs there. So ask yourself, are you being honest? Two, are you operating on desire only out in the world? Do you feel yourself in lustful, desirable thoughts, feeling like sexual activity is just the same thing for you as maybe numbing yourself with alcohol, drugs, or maybe jumping in a pool is just no big deal, you're just going to do that, and not really connect with the individual that you are engaging in this very sacred act. Number three, have you been abused? Have you been sexually violated? Have you taken the time to properly heal? Have you been in situations where you have sexually violated someone, and have you taken the time to properly heal? Have you been abandoned by your mother or father? Have you lost your parents at an early age, meaning from birth all the way through approximately 18 years old for women, 20-something for men? If you have experienced any of these things, then I would say that maybe there's an opportunity for some expansion and transformation and healing in this region of the body. Now, why do we want to do this? Some of you might be perfectly content with the way you operate through the world, and that's fine. The reason I was inspired to uh, do this show and have a voice about this is for several reasons. Um, I This lifetime has been about living uh, through something that definitely has taught me that there is such thing as cause and effect. And so... Within that alone, I know in my heart center, for me personally, that there's a cause and effect in how we engage with each other and ourselves within the sacral region of our body. And that as soon as we connect those dots, as soon as we have that aha, then we realize that there's a sacredness to this. And we're not as motivated by desire, lust, manipulation of mass media, by interpersonal relationships, by the influence of alcohol, drugs, pornography, past incidences, relationships, suddenly we realize we have to step back and think, wow, how can I honor this? And this is what we'll discuss. So why we do this is because we have the opportunity to align with self, to open up our heart, because if we're only going so deep, no pun intended, with each other, well, I guess there was a pun. <laughs> Anyways, if we're only willing to go so deep with each other, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or sir, if we're only willing to go so deep with each other, we're never going to allow ourselves to access this deep level of intimacy in the heart. Now, to explain this, that there are a couple kinds of love that we can experience 
And this sometimes gets mistaken in certain communities that are really active supporters of just free love. <laughs> so, one, there's a unified field of love where we most definitely can be in a type of, we'll call it, in love with each and every person on this planet. Now, just because we feel that immortal love for all beings does not mean that we love all beings, meaning that once we connect to that immortal love, cosmic love, the unified field of love that we are all connected to through our heart, that's what unifies us. But that doesn't mean we need to run around and engage in a sacred act with each other. There's a huge difference. So that's unified field of love. Is it a field of love that we all are connected to and there's a divine purity and sanctity to that love and not to be confused with something else. <laughs> so then there's this love that most human beings on planet Earth have experienced, which is the love of suffering, pain and suffering, wide range of polarities, emotions, where we're working through our stuff, our inner work, and during that process, we might have forgotten how to love ourselves. So that's a love that many of us can relate to, we've experienced. Uh, there's also a love that's between the parents and the children. This is an unconditional love that cannot be taken away, even if your parents aren't present, that love is there for you because of what happened when you came in. Now, what happens, and I've talked about this in other shows, is that when two people come together in sexual union, in biological male and female, this is has nothing to do with having sexual orientation right now. This is just mechanical and also electromagnetic as we relate to each other and the signals we send up to the universe to conceive. And this is how it was designed in this world system. So two people come together, male, female, they come together, they're making love, they're sending signal to the universe out into the bardo, and they're welcoming in potentially a soul to come into the womb. Okay, so this act is very sacred because here you are taking the opportunity to open yourself up to the universe. Now, within that act, you're not only opening yourself to the potential of life, but you're welcoming yourself to all of the universe. Recently heard a study that we only are operating our knowledge of 4% of the universe. So you're opening yourself up to 99.9, 100% of the universe, which we do not know all of what exists there. And I promise you, there's light and there's dark. I can promise that because I've experienced it myself. I could be mistaken, and I I will stand corrected if need to, but I, I've seen both. And so when we go into the sacred act, this is what occurs. So these are the type of love. So what I'm suggesting here is that maybe, just maybe, that we give more forethought to our engagement in this union and we really attune ourselves to who we want to engage in that act with. Are they are there harmonics ma matching ours? Are they aligned with us on 
certain levels that no matter what happens after that moment or that period of time together, are you aligned in such a way that that you can actually hold that space together and not just be operating from a place of desire and lust. And then I, I want to point out is if we can, I always try to refer back to nature. If we don't want to acknowledge that maybe you know the universe is watching down on us every time we make love, is that go out in nature and witness nature. Witness the pears, the ducks, the bears, the deer. Now you don't. I haven't seen them all just fornicating with each other. They stay in their families. They protect their families. They honor each other. And guess what? If another bear comes and intrudes on Mama Bear and the cubs, what does Papa Bear do? He defends them and protects them. He would never think, oh, hey, come on over and be with Mama Bear. I'll take the the cubs out to get some blackberries. So think about what nature mirrors to us, okay? Nature doesn't have a legal system. Nature doesn't have a money system. Nature doesn't have pornography. Nature basically shows us some of, well, probably most of, the laws of this world system and the universe. So those are some things to think about. So why we're doing this, again, is we're opening ourselves to aligning with self, opening our our heart. And when we do this, imagine we're starting to assist in healing humanity. Think about those children that are sold as sex slaves. Think about those beings that have sex addictions and can't help themselves. If we start to stand in our own power and return back to the way it used to be, I know from the indigenous I work with, they've all taught me that we honor the feminine the feminine honors the masculine. They work together in harmony and they would never dishonor the feminine the way that the Spaniards, when they invaded, and this is no um, picking on Spaniards, but when the Spaniards invaded, that's what they told me. They would have never treated a woman the way they were shown in that instant when they were invaded. So it could have been anyone. But just to remember that, that the indigenous, the animal kingdom, and then the stars teach us something different. And the stars, in a quantum, physics, electromagnetic way, were taught about how to relate to each other. The other aspect of this, this is that as we transform, as we do some sexual healing, that we transform our culture. We transform the way we create in this world. And what does this impact? Well, it impacts media immediately. It impacts our movies, advertising, impacts our literature. It really, if we look back at what we're delivering, you know, if someone's going to look back at what we created in 2,000 years, what do we have to show for it? What did we create and what wisdoms did we bestow upon each other? Once we create this expansion, this area, we will also shift the music, we'll shift the art, we'll shift our communications and relations within our culture, and the metamorphosis of creation alone will completely take on a whole new expression because what will happen is slowly the suffering heart will fade 
the eternal heart will come through. Honesty and respect and transparency will birth. And we can come together in union in a more holistic way. So in the next part of why we do this is we are, we will transform our human psyche. I would say when I am with a certain constituency having a conversation in the woods, everything's perfect. Then when I go out in the world, everything is still perfect for me. Yet, if I witness what's going on, if I have to be really honest that why am I in a remote country of the world and people are not drinking water, but they're drinking what's called soda pop as their beverage of choice that's full of stuff that can actually harm them. I'll witness why are children not talking to each other and playing with each other on a phone or a computer. There's all these aspects of our human psyche that will start to shift if we realize the driving force of most of our collective society has been sex. What will happen is we will transform our mental, our physical, our emotional body, our spiritual, our astral, and our energetic body. We will be clearing up energetic fields. Not only will we be helping planet Earth, but we will be helping the universe. So again, this is a choice. Next up is that why we, while we're going through this transformation process, this is again why we'd want to do this, is that a veil begins to shift to drop, to shift, we start to view the world differently. We can't see it the same way. It's when we get a new body of information, we have a choice. We can either say, wow, a new body of information arrived, and I have a choice. I can debunk it. I can take it in and look at it, and then I can do my own research and make a choice if my worldview is going to shift. Or we can be so attached to what we thought we knew, that we become stagnant. So that's a choice in every moment. And believe me, I have allowed myself to take on new bodies of information over and over again. I've welcomed evolution of myself, alignment with my highest self, and I wouldn't change it for the world. And what I thought I knew then is absolutely was maybe a truth then for me, but it keeps changing, and it will continue to change the more I welcome in the knowledge and the understanding. So as our human psyche can transform during this process, we will also find a level of inner peace. We will discover that we no longer have to feel anxiety or stress. We will feel a most certain calm in our center. Now, the question I have for you around the human psyche is, you could ask yourself, like you might be fine with status quo. You might be fine with the Sports Illustrated swimsuit model section. You might be fine with pornography. You might be fine with turning your cheek and knowing that an eight-year-old girl is a sex slave to a Fortune 500 CEO because you don't have to deal with that pain. So those are choices we all make in every moment. However, don't you want more for our human species? Don't you want more for our children and their children and their children and their children? Do you really want it to be just okay that at any given moment any of us could experience 
a level of sexual violation quite easily and effortlessly in this modern information age. So that these are the reasons why I'm inspired to suggest that maybe we contemplate these thoughts, contemplate these practices. So what causes the need or what are the indicators that we might have some sexual healing to do? I would present an overarching that we all could utilize a little time in reflection in this area. No matter how zen you are, no matter how calm you might think you are, no matter what type of relationship you're in, I would suggest that we all could stand to sit with ourselves on the subject matter and determine where we are willing to expand, transform, and heal. Because there are layers. It's layers upon layers upon layers. So, what are the causes? What are the indicators? So, you can ask yourself this. One, have you been abused or have you abused someone sexually? And this would include if an older woman or man encouraged you to touch them, have intercourse with them when you were a child. And a child in this day and age would be anything 18 and under by years. And also, if it was a person that could have birthed you, this is my rule of thumb, if you can birth someone, if you can conceive them, that's a way out of universal code of conduct. Okay, If you can conceive someone, you really should consider why you're interacting with them sexually. This, again, we can just go to science and math and biology. There's a reason that we can reproduce at a certain age. So ask yourself that. And it might not seem like direct abuse, but there is something that's being worked out karmically or however you want to refer it, uh, Freudian, whatever it might be. Ask yourself, has there been a violation? Are you participating in an unhealthy relationship where there's a manipulation within the sexual region of the body, the sacral region of the body? That leads us to the next one. Are you manipulating for your own needs? Are you manipulating anyone for your own needs because you have this uncontrollable desire that you cannot keep in check so you might result to certain actions within the sacral region because you need something. If that's the case, you would say yes. (laughs) Do you have a low self-worth or this desire to have this great achievement within your sacral region of the body? If the answer is yes, then that would suggest healing and process. (laughs) Do you use sex like a glass of wine or a beer or chocolate, to unwind, to escape, to release stress? And do you require that you engage someone else in that activity? So the next one is, did you lose a mother or a father during your childhood, meaning until the age 18 to 22, depending on male, female, And are you addicted to sex and pornography? Do you make derogatory statements? Do you 
I don't know, gaze <laughs> inappropriately at women or men? Do you lust after them? Do you make comments that would not be appropriate for children to hear about sexual activity? Do you degrade male or females based on what you think their place is in society? If so, all of these things I just mentioned are indicators that there is an opportunity for sexual healing. We've all potentially participated in one level or another. And I want to go back to the first one under abuse. If you've been abused mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, in a sexual manner, this will lead, if not, if you do not take the time to heal it properly, to many years of your own manipulation of self and others trying to heal this region. In addition, if you lost a parent, and I'll explain why, if you lost a parent at a young age all the way up until your early adulthood, you will potentially have some interesting manners around the sexual region of the body. And finally, if you had modeling <laughs> from parents that was inappropriate or your parents had their own sexual healing to do, that would suggest, even if you've been well-behaved, quote-unquote, that you have some healing to do because you're energetically tied to them. Now, the reason I talk about death is because, as I mentioned, when two people come together in the union, sexual congress, making love, they are sending signals, energetic signals, out to the universe, to spirits. Guess what? We all have something in us that makes us different. We're not all the same. We're not drones. So that energy drops into the womb, and this being is there. And if any of you have kids, you can attest, if you have more than one, that they're all different. They're not the same, right? So you can follow me a little bit here. So the person drops in. When that person drops in, the mother is eternally connected to this energetic being. And through this lifetime, until death do they part, from the heart to the womb. If that's severed before the child becomes an adult, they have a hole. And even if the child is an adult, they still have a hole. It's an energetic opening. It can't be filled. It won't be filled. You can heal. You can become balanced. But by understanding that once you've lost a parent, you have an opening to the universe. The same with uh, the fathers through this, the solar plexus. Once that father departs, the child has an opening through the solar plexus. So if you've lost both parents, you will have this opening. When the union comes together in the sacral region, you have the connectivity both to your mother and your father and your partner. So there's a lot of people involved. So this is why sometimes when we lose our parents really young, that we tend to have a rocky road because we're trying to fill up and heal this region of our body. It's like eating a bunch of chocolate and hoping that you will fill the big hole in your heart in the sacral region of your body, in your womb, in your solar plexus. However, rather than doing that, if we understand what's happening, we can actually treat that as a beautiful gift and a gateway to the universe and release the pain and suffering and understand what's afforded there and prevent ourselves from participating in unnecessary sexual manipulation, uh, 
sorrow, a series of bad romances, or family problems. So these these are why <laughs> um, why we'd want to align ourselves with the potential sexual healing and what are the causes, why we have the need to do this, what are the indicators. So now what we're going to do is we're going to dive into a song by Shyla Ray Sunshine that I've played before. It's called Sacredness, and she's talking about the sacredness of the female returning her menstrual blood to the earth. The reason I'm bringing up the song, and I would like you to connect to it, connect to her words, it was what she's saying here that how this has always been held as a sacred offering to Mother Earth, and the rest of the animal kingdom participates this way. They return their fluids to the Earth. We are the only species, mammals on this planet, that have fallen out of that pattern. So connect to this, and this will give us a little bit of clues why this region of the body is so sacred. So just close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and connect to Shyla Ray Sunshine, Sacredness. Giving life in a holy way Giving thanks each and every day Universe holding sacred space Providing our gifts so great
sunshine and as you connect with her words about the feminine cycle of menstruation that alone for self and even what the indigenous model to us is that there's something really special about this region of the body and within the male and the female and we know that something special Why would we want to abuse it? Why would we want to exploit it? Why would we want to cause many people a lot of pain and suffering and shame? So if we don't want to do that, then we have to come into honesty and be willing to stand up for self No matter what your situation is, no matter where you are in the world, are we willing to stand up for self? And this doesn't mean that we have to harm another. This means that we could stand up and say no more. Women, wherever you are in the world, if you are being subjected to prostitution, sex trafficking, you have the right to walk away or stand up. Men, the same thing goes for you. If you know that your brother or sister is violating someone else, you have the right to stand up and say something. We don't need to turn the cheek anymore. Don't we want more for our human species? Don't we want more for our children? I do. So how do we heal? How do we heal from this? Well, one by one, that's what it takes. And first off, we start by being honest with ourselves. So honest. And it's I can share for myself personally, uh, from my own experience, is that it's a process. It doesn't happen instantly. As many of you that want it to be instant, I haven't seen it instantly yet. And I've had a lot of instantaneous epiphanies yet. There's always a layer that reappears, and sometimes that wound is so deep that it could take lifetimes to heal. So, think about this first, is how we start as we are honest with ourselves. Are we willing to be honest with ourselves and say, hey, 
I've participated in the manipulation of the sexual energy on this planet just by, I don't know, reading pornography, looking at pornography, oogling at a male or a female. You've participated seducing a man or a woman. Okay, we've all participated on some level. So are we willing to transform beyond that? So once you're honest with yourself, then you can identify with how you want to be. And so for today, you might be able to say, yeah, I, I've done that, but I'm still okay with all of that. And that's okay. Then you That's where you're at today. But just by taking a moment to sit with yourself and say, wow, do I want more for my kids? Do I want them to go to a level of intimacy with their partner that I haven't been able to reach because I only want to go about an inch deep? It's a choice. Okay, it's a choice. So identify how you want to be and then how you want to be honored and respected, how you want to be held. And if you have children, ask yourself how you want your daughter and son to be honored and respected. And it's not a double-sided coin here. You can't have your cake and eat it too. I worked in the rock and roll entertainment world Believe me, all of you young girls that go out there and aspire to sleep with the lead entertainer, the pop culture king or queen, if those entities or beings are into that, it's it's just that. It's just a game. So, And they will even attest, the ones I've been around, that that for them is like a recreational activity, yet those aren't the type of girls or boys they would want to settle down with. And why is that? Because neither one of the people participating are honoring or respecting each other. So once you've been honest with yourself, identify how you want to be in the world and hold that. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been interacting with Gandhi. You know, he didn't just kind of stand up in India. He completely stood up and he drew a line. So this isn't just halfway thing. Choose how you want to be and be there. If you have healing ahead of you, some intense healing, one, as I mentioned in the past, get help, but also spend some time alone in reflection. Take some time each week, each day in silence to open up the gateway to healing. Then this is a big one to help with healing is respect. I share this with my children. I share this with you. How can you respect yourself, others, and our children, our future generations? I'm not perfect by any means. I'm completely not perfect here, but I'm asking you in every moment, it's just like check and balance. Am I respecting myself? Am I respecting this person I'm interacting with? Why am I here and what's my motive? Sometimes this work is so subtle and you realize, wow, I've been manipulating someone because I had this deep need to heal this wound, to heal the wound of my mother that died when I was young or my father that left and never came back. Realizing that you're clinging to something to try to repair something that actually cannot be filled, but you can have a new relationship with it. Then the final act of the gateway to healing is forgiveness and compassion for yourself and others to realize like, wow, okay, that's still there. All that stuff's still there, but I'm going to hold my line. I'm going to 
hold this level of honor and respect and want more out of our society. And what will happen is that, as I mentioned earlier, will affect our culture. We will start transforming our culture because you're not going to be so excited to work on certain things anymore or to have your hand in certain things because you'll realize that you're out of integrity. This is really key that when we make an alignment, we have to stay within integrity within ourselves. Some people will have lifetimes to learn these lessons, but if you're starting to connect with them in this lifetime, go for it. Jump into alignment and stand there. And so what we're going to do right now, before we talk about the results and practice, we are going to connect with a song by Donna DeLore, who I have an interview coming up with her this week. And this song is about compassion. Um, and the reason I say that is you will hear the mantra, Om Padme Hum, which many people are associating this with love and compassion. It's also a mantra of protection. So in uh, Tibetan Buddhist term, the sound of home is used to seal self, to seal these points of entry before you exit the body. So sit back, close your eyes, and connect with how you are willing to be honest with yourself, where you would like to come into alignment within the sacral region of your body, and how you would like to transform that energy in your everyday life. This is about nine minutes, so just sit back, take deep breaths, connecting to your heart. If you're female, heart to womb. If you're male, heart to solar plexus. Breathing in and out during this entire song. Oh. 
Always with you, Homene Padme Om, compassion, love, and protection. Beautiful mantra when you're wanting to reclaim self, an aspect of yourself that you intentionally or unintentionally had removed from you. So remember, the sacral region of the body is the gateway to all things, to dark and light, to the universe. Within this, when we connect to sacral healing, freedom comes because we reclaim our sacred temple and we determine how we want to honor, respect it, and we use great discernment with those we choose to engage in. Omene Padme Hom. So you might ask yourself, what is the result if I decide I want to do a little sexual healing well the result is that you will this part I think I can promise (laughs) you will feel a level of self-empowerment you will feel that no longer do you have to subject yourself to clinging wanting or needing that you can become an attractor for that which you deserve and or are to how to be that you will be honored and respected within self and by others. And the other result is this is a gift. This is your gift to our human race, our collective community here on planet Earth. If you take the time to do some honest healing, even conversation, if you feel that you're living the life of a pretty pure being, just being honest with what's there or not there. Have you ever looked in? It's important because if you're compartmentalizing and keeping something way over there and not really looking at it, then potentially it'll come out later in this lifetime or another lifetime. So it's a good time to look in. You will refine yourself and then you will enter through a gateway to authentic relationships, ones that can go deeper than that which you're experiencing. And if you're fine with surface level being at the top of the cake, eating the icing off, that's okay. It's a choice. We all have a choice. So what is the practice? The practice here is quite simple. One, do the review. Ask yourself the questions again that I mentioned earlier in this episode. And then do a life review. How have your relationships been? How have your heart connections been? Have you been able to dive into a level of intimacy? Not necessarily directed by sexual energy with another being. Have you been authentic and honest and true with from the heart center? Then embark on silence. Daily practice of silence is so beneficial for each and every one of us. Also, it will take a level of what I call potentially layers of ego deaths (laughs) and then also a level of forgiveness for self and others and compassion for self and others. Compassion is key, Omene, at home. And then what this does ultimately is you will notice your worldview start to shift. So your practice as this worldview is shifting can be, as we've mentioned in other episodes, right thoughts, 
right speech, and right action. These lead us through a little bit easier path, a little bit easier map map down this road of healing if we think that we want to have thoughts that serve our children, ourselves, our collective world population, speech that reflects a pure heart, and actions that reflect a pure heart. This will help keep us in alignment. So silence, life review, relationship review, heart review, forgiveness, compassion, right act, and thought. So in closing, this is an opportunity for each and every one of us to do some healing in this region of our body. And what I'll do, I believe, next week is we'll go dive a little bit deeper into mother and father issues, especially as they relate to loss, and for parents that might have lost a child. This is all interrelated, and this is another deep area that we can heal. It all is centered in the solar plexus and the sacral region of the body, and it's something that we don't necessarily talk about. We feel like we can fix it or move past it, but we don't necessarily heal it or transform it. So until next time, if you have any questions or you want to connect or dive deeper into yourself as all this might relate to you, feel free to email me at s at suzannetoro.com. Again, s at suzannetoro.com. And until next time, this is she signing out. I humbly thank each and every one of you that has taken the time just to listen to this, whether irregardless if you take action in your life, the mere fact that you showed up says something that your soul is wanting to connect with. And I bow to you. I give my full heart to you. And a namaste. We're going to sign out with Kali Moon. And may each and every one of you have a beautiful next moment.
Yeah. 